Welcome to the Burn Podcast with host Ben Newman, the show where we break down the drive of the world's top performers in sports and business to uncover that underlying burn that pushes them to perform at the highest level. Today's episode is brought to you by the Financial Advisor Academy and the Unrequired Coaching Program. To learn more, head over to thefinancialadvisoracademy.com. Now, here is your host, Ben Newman. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. Now, you know what we do. Every single week, we're bringing you stories of unbelievable individuals who have fought challenge, fought adversity. And today, I mean, this is like incredible for me because when you talk about inspiration, I am always inspired by individuals who face challenge and adversity and positively make a conscious choice, not occasionally, not once a week, not once every few months, but every day to be a force for good and positivity in the world. And Rebecca Gregory, you are that. You've written four books. Uh, The the title I love the best is Taking My Life Back. You are not going to let anybody take your fire and your passion and your burn. And then, of course, you have a podcast called Pain to Purpose, which for me, you know, I always say that my mom taught me through my challenge and adversity that purpose overtakes pain. And so I think it's just such a natural tie that we're finally able to be together for the show. So welcome to The Burn and just so excited for you to spend time with us. Well, thank you so much, Ben. What an introduction. I feel so honored to be here. I, I love what you're doing. And it's it's one of those things, you know, you feel like your life is going one way. And it's funny because I was not running in the Boston Marathon in 2013. I was actually on the sidelines eating chocolate covered pretzels, wondering why anyone would ever run 26.2 miles for fun. <laughs> And I clear that up right away because everyone always thinks that I was running the marathon and I have such great admiration for people that did. It just wasn't me at that time. And I think it's so important to say because I was on the sidelines minding my own business and all of a sudden my entire life blew up in my face and I wasn't alone that day. It was my 26th birthday weekend, my first time ever even in the city of Boston. And I had brought my five-year-old son with me where one of our friends who had qualified to run, we were watching her. And so we had made our way to the 17 mile marker. And then one person in our group of about nine people said, Hey, let's go down to the finish line. And it just so happened that we were three feet away from the first bomb that went off. But Noah had gotten really bored. And this is what I want more people than, I mean, just anything to take away from my story is not the fact that I got blown up at the Boston Marathon, but my son was so bored that I set him down on my feet and that way I could watch the runners pass. I knew where he was and it happened to be in that spot that I was able to take all of the shrapnel in the back of my legs, torso and left hand. And that's what shielded my little boy from not being here now. So as we're talking and having this conversation, my My son, Noah, who was five at the time, is now going to be 13 on Sunday. And it's just so amazing to know that he's still with us. And so irregardless of everything that happened to me and the journey that I would have to embark on, my son was okay from that. And so I knew that I had to be okay too. 
and, and so much tragedy that took place that day. And what you just said was you had to be okay too. And amazing how God just sometimes has us make those little decisions to put your son just right in that perfect spot to make sure that he was protected as a, as a great mother does. And so what is it in terms of your mindset? You know, you lose your leg. And so take us through the process of hearing that news and what your future would be like and knowing that there would be uh, loss of your leg and, and other things that would happen from this injury. How important is the burn? And when did it kind of show up for you? Did it show up in the hospital? Did it did it show up months after? When did it show up for you that you were going to make a choice that that you were going to fight and be an example for your kids? So my journey is a little messy, which oftentimes all of our journeys are. And I remember in the hospital specifically, a doctor coming in, I was in a medically induced coma for a number of days. And I woke up and the first person that I saw was my mom. And it was almost like she was escorting me into the world a second time because I had no idea how she had gotten from Texas to Boston. I didn't care. I was just glad she was there with me. And the doctor started saying things to me when I still had tubes down my throat. And they were saying, things like you might lose both your legs you might lose your left hand we don't know what your life is going to look like the good news is you're alive the bad news is we don't know how many surgeries or what the scent of your hospital stay will be and so there were a lot of questions and uncertainty but I feel like my life in general has prepared me for that moment because six months before Boston I got held up in a Walmart parking lot and robbed at gunpoint I thought that was going to be the biggest (laughs) highlight you know and I was when I was little my dad was extremely abusive my biological father so he was an evangelist and he traveled the world preaching but he would come back home and beat my mother and I so from a very young age I have had to have that burn something in my soul that says I'm going to swim and I may not know where I'm going or what I'm swimming to but I'm not going to drown because I know that there's something bigger and for me, especially with Boston, going into the hospital and, and hearing all of these different things and not knowing what my life was going to look like, all it took was for my five-year-old son to come and visit me because they had separated us. So they had taken him to a completely different hospital because they didn't know he was with me at the time. And by the time I was waking up from a medically induced coma, Noah was coming to visit me to mm. let me know that he was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. And so when that little boy came in there, I will never forget his hair was singed, his eyebrows were gone, and he smelled like campfire. But he gave me the biggest hug. And I knew right there that no matter what, I had to fight. And I was going to fight like I had never fought before. It's hard to uh, it's hard to even keep it together <laughs> hearing uh, hear that I, and and people who know our show and know me I cry when I watch Extreme Home Makeover so this is <laughs> this takes a lot for me to uh, hold hold back especially with my connection to my mom and that loss mm-hmm. and your ability to still be here and to do that and, and the fact that God kept you here even though you're going through this pain and so talk to me about pain to purpose, right? I think right now, you know, people are struggling trying to make sense of what's going on in the world. And and I think with with COVID, 
and the racial issues that are just, they just, that need to end in America. Just all of these issues in America and child trafficking, it just, these horrible things that are going on in the world. What do you tell people, right? Because it's, you know, we all face pain, we all face challenge, but I think people really struggle with how am I supposed to respond? So tell us a little bit of that message, the, the pain to purpose, to help people maybe find clarity for themselves. Those individuals may be struggling with everything that's going on right now. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's all in how we respond, right? Because life isn't what happens to us. It's how we respond to what's happening. And for me, it's taken the loss of my left leg below the knee, 70 different operations as a result of the shrapnel, and all of the emotional pain and trauma that we have had to endure as being a survivors of the large, one of the largest terrorist attacks on United States soil. I remember everything I saw that day. I remember people's body parts not even attached to them anymore, nails, ball bearings, BBs, everything that these brothers packed into these pressure cooker bombs. And so the physical part was nothing compared to the emotional aftermath of getting up every morning and remembering, reminding ourselves that we had purpose through this. But I think it goes back to your mindset and what you're focused on. For me, it's a blessing to be here. I was three feet from a bomb and I'm here having a conversation with you. I think that that is such a miracle. And as long as we are breathing, I believe that we have purpose. And I believe that there's a bigger plan in all of it. And it's so hard to see the details. But the great part is, is that we don't need the details to see the bigger picture. Every day that we wake up with air in our lungs, we have purpose as to why we're on this earth. It's our jobs to be grateful for one more day, to be with our families, to help make a difference in the world. With as much going on right now, it's even more of a responsibility, I feel like, to be that good. Because yes, it seems like evil has overtaken us and it seems like we are up against so many things that are trying to divide us in so many different ways. But if we're just good humans, humans, if we love and respect and try to share our light and kindness and are able to talk about our stories and our own pain, then not only does it lead us to our purpose, but it helps lead other people to theirs. And that's the common ground there. We can all connect in some way or the other, but we have to allow ourselves to do that and be vulnerable and transparent enough. So powerful. And, you know, I, I hope people listen to your words and then choose to think differently and to take different action because it, it is so easy. I always talk about with athletes and business professionals expectancy theory. It's a psychology principle that is so simple. And sometimes people are like, that's a psychology principle and expectancy theory. That which you focus on expands. And we either focus on negative, which is going to bring more negative, or you focus on the positive and your mindset is such a beautiful mindset for us to realize the strength and the choice we have to respond positively. And that's what I learned from my mom. So we have to have one final question uh, pertaining to my mom and what I learned from her and how your children are watching you. So the greatest life lesson I ever learned from anybody I say came from my mom. It's not how long you live, it's how you choose to live your life. 
And then I also, as I mentioned earlier, I share that my mom taught me that having a clear purpose overtakes your pain. And so th there are things now as a 41-year-old man, you know, 33 years after losing my mom, that I still remember about how she lived and how she battled her adversity that have influenced me. And it is such a blessing that, that you and your family are together and you, you have your kids. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you a tough emotional question. Sure. When, when your children are 41 years old, like me, what are they gonna say about what it was like to watch mom fight through her pain to be an example? What, what do you think are the greatest lessons you're teaching your kids right now? I hope the lesson that I'm teaching my kids is that it's not about me. It's not about anything that I've done. It's about allowing myself to be used by by God, just like everyone, you know, we all have the ability for, for God to transform our lives and for him to give us these platforms that we otherwise would never have had. And so I'm grateful because in all of this trauma and heartache, we got to see how many families out there are suffering with their own trauma. And so we, we created a nonprofit called Rebecca's Angels that provides mental health treatment to children and families that have experienced trauma. And we've helped so many families heal. And I hope that my kids look at that as sometimes you have to go through some really tough stuff. And life is not promised to be easy. Just because we've been through these heartaches doesn't mean our, our life is going to be a fairy tale from here. But hopefully they're learning to overcome and persevere. Yes because the finish line is going to be a great place to be. This is all temporary. I wake up every day and I put a prosthetic leg on or I reach for a wheelchair. But in that, I'm reminded of how short life is and that this life is temporary. And one day I will be whole again, just like everyone else out there. And that's what I strive for. It's, you know, it's what we do here in our everyday that counts and matters and the legacy that we leave. I hope when my children look back on this. I hope that I've left a legacy that is so much bigger than me. I love it. You, you, you are leaving an incredible legacy. I was going to have you talk about Rebecca's Angels, and uh, so you beat me to it. But where can people find information about Rebecca's Angels, and where can people stay connected with you? I, I yes. know in having some fun chatting before we got rolling, <laughs> we talked about social media, and you said it's not your favorite thing, but like people have got to hear your story. And the posts you put out are so inspiring. But you're, I, I'm not big on TikTok. My kids are. But I hear your TikTok, from what you tell me, is, uh, is, is a great place to follow you, too. So how, how can people stay connected with you, Rebecca? So I'm everywhere at RebeccaMGregory.com and Rebecca M. Gregory's social media handles and then also RebeccaAngels.org and Rebecca is spelled R-E-B-E-K-A-H. Um, yeah, I've never been a big social media person <laughs> until we, my husband and I saw TikTok. <laughs> we, we create these silly 15 second leg joke videos that people really seem to love, but it's, it's about just not taking life too seriously. You know, things are going to happen to us and I'm going to have one leg for the rest of my life. So I might as well have fun with it. So her name <laughs> is Felicia, by the way. <laughs> your, your, your positive mental attitude is contagious and uh, there is no doubt about it 
that uh, that bombing maybe took uh, your leg, but uh, your spirit is on fire. It is burning, and uh, it has been a pleasure to hear your story. Uh, I I'm going to have an ask. I, I do this occasionally, but it's not every single episode. Please share this. I mean, with everything going on in the world today, please take time. And I'm not saying go share it with the world one person. I would love for everybody to share Rebecca's amazing story that is so needed right now through this challenge and adversity that we're going through. Please share her story, share this episode, maybe even share it. Like, she didn't say anything about this, but she speaks all over the world, and she would be perfect for an event. I mean, this is the time. Her story has never been more relevant, and so please share this, and please continue to join us every single week for episodes of The Burn. And somebody's story is going to help you show up differently. And Rebecca and I are very one in the same when it comes to your story is going to be based upon how you choose to respond to adversity. And that's what this show is all about. We are in your corner, and I appreciate you joining us. Until next week, stay connected to that burn, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The, the burn, burn Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get notifications as new episodes release every week. To connect with Ben, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Continued Fight. Until next time, keep attacking one day at a time. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com. 
your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to bennewmancoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.